Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies Podcast, your guide to true crime, horror, and everything man-on-man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, and today we have something different. I had the pleasure of interviewing the first and only openly gay male mixed martial arts fighter, Shad Smith recently. Uh, He was keen to speak to the podcast after I suggested that we were planning to do a show on him. In the interview, which I'll play in a moment, Shad was keen to talk about his life now, but was a bit cagey when it came to his past. So for the sake of listeners, I thought I'd go into it a little bit further. Shad was born on the 3rd of February 1973 in Cincinnati. He grew up in San Bernardino. As a child and into his teens, Shad would frequently get into fights. When he first premiered on the MMA scene, his bio used to read that he'd been in over a thousand street fights. In a profile for the New York Times, Shad said he fought largely because of his sexuality and the shame associated with it. It took until his mid-twenties, following a stint in prison, that Shad eventually came out to himself and to others. Shad made his MMA debut on the 22nd of January 2000, after being set up for a fight by a childhood friend. He'd never seen a cage fight before, and yet his first time seeing it, he was participating in it. Shad's MMA career reached its peak in the mid-2000s, but as he discusses in the interview, it was marred by personal issues with hard drugs. Shad has cleaned up his life a lot um, and is participating in fights up until today. A bit of a fair warning, and Shad did warn me at the start of this interview, uh, he was a little bit stoned whilst being interviewed, but I think that just adds to his charm. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Welcome to the Sinister Sissies podcast. Thank you so much, man. Cool yeah. accent. Thanks. <laughs> it's our second American interview, actually. I interviewed um, porn star Joel Someone last week for the episode. Nice. I don't know if you listened to that. Google, Google Josh Andrews. I'll do anything. Josh Andrews. I'll do anything. 
Is that is no. that for later research? I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, when I was researching you, are you aware that you are mentioned in a um, like gay erotic romance novel? What's that? You're actually mentioned in a romance novel, uh, an erotic romance novel. I was mentioned. You were mentioned. It was called. Uh, really? Yeah, it's called Hard Fight. Is the is the name of it? Um, really? Yeah. Do you want to know the premise? It's uh, so the premise of this novel is uh, out and proud. Riley Anderson is dancing the night away at a private gay club. When he notices dark, broad, and muscular UFC FFA fi- oh, MMA fighter Craig the Lion Johnson, passion quickly flares, and neither can fight the chemistry between them. Meanwhile, you're mentioned. Uh, there's like a scene in there where they start talking about like MMA fighters, and then they start talking about you. Nice. Yeah, yeah. and then they fuck. So <laughs> that, that's fantastic. <laughs> So I think our listeners probably would like to hear a bit of your background, first of all, and then would be really keen to know, you know, what you're doing now and what, what's the future uh, for Shad Smith, the fighter. If you just um, look at the New York Times magazine article, that says everything from the past. And the last, like, 10 years has been incredible, man. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Just, yeah, just um, learning stuff and having fun doing all my favorite stuff all the time, hiking, bowling. Yeah. You, you're still, um, you're still fighting as well. I noticed you had a, a match like last month. Yeah, I did. Awesome. I did. And it was awesome, man. The guy I fought was awesome. Jeez. His name was right here. Right here. I H E R E right here. Yeah. Right here dudes. And his last name was dudes. D U D E S. And he, yeah, incredibly beautiful. So very, very handsome. <laughs> Google him. Google oh, Google. Him. I think I saw that match. He's I think, got, didn't you post it on your Instagram? I believe he's the mayor of a small town in Tahiti. He's 26 years old and he is gorgeous. Big, beautiful <laughs> smile. Yeah. Masculine, just sexy as fuck. That was the first thing I said to him, too. God, you're so beautiful. Is that a, is that a tactic? Do you reckon you throw them off doing that? No. No, I, <laughs> I couldn't. No, I... Well, I would never want to instigate anybody into wanting to BB up worse than they already do for the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make sense. I'm not going to... I mean, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sissy out if they get aggressive, but I, I would never antagonize anybody, especially... Are you already? Um, what did you think of that um, New York Times article? So the the New York Times in two thousand eight profiled you. Man. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic, and I really liked the guy that came to my house. He was super cool. Murdered him in Scrabble, and <laughs> getting, getting to fly out to New York was super cool too. Cool. It's just cold out there. It's just like weird how cold it is. Are you with um? After that, though, did there was there like heaps of public attention straight after that? Was that a bit weird? Was it weird to become the like gay MMA fighter like image? It, it was. It was super cool, man. Yeah, it was super cool. My friends would always call me whenever anybody mentioned me. It, <laughs> it was just yeah. It's still cool. It's still made. It's still freaking nice because I know I'm not the only one, and yeah, it, it just cracked, it just cracks me up freaking that nobody 
says anything. Just, yeah, but they're tough and they're beautiful and they're awesome. Just be you. Freaking, that was like the worst thing that I ever did was hide my identity and not be who I was. It really threw me off and messed me up in the head and stuff. Why do you think there aren't more, you know, out gay MMA fighters? Um, because of the stigma. I, I don't really, um, I'm a little bit buzzed right now, so I don't have the wording to convey. <laughs> no, no, this is good. It's unfiltered. But, um, yeah, that, that everybody thinks fight. Yeah. And I get it. I freaking didn't tell anybody till I was 25. And most of these guys are like between 20 and 25. Hmm. And they're like, nah, they, they just don't want to say anything. I get it. Thinking back, reading that, that New York Times article, it almost seemed like you were thinking that you were winding down back then. Yeah. But meanwhile, 10 I years am, later, you're still going. to save my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you surprised to still be going now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they'll still give me fights. It trips me out. It makes me super duper happy. And I'll, I always like to compete even when I can't compete well. I, I like to compete. It just it makes me happy. But I know I'm slower and I know I'm not as aggressive. And I, yeah, not, not a violent guy i love the supplementing to income thing it's fantastic so. yeah and do you you train as well like as in you train others yeah oh yeah i teach people i'll, I'll coach people and i'm a really good corner man yeah so I was, i'm not the best jujitsu guy in the world my striking my boxing is pretty decent i can teach that i was looking at um your your background and um, you were only really before you started mma you were only really formally trained in boxing is that right like by your dad and and yeah, everything else was not straight just fights. my dad my, my dad got me into it and then put me into a school where i could get like a bunch of kids to box against that oh way, cool you know not just getting my ass kicked by my brothers i was thinking in mma though there's a lot of grappling and all that other stuff did you have, just have to pick that up later um um yeah of course of course i i thought i was invincible when i started mixed martial arts i didn't think anybody could fight with me, period, on the planet. And then freaking I fought Dwayne Ludwig, and I was like, yeah, maybe they can. Is that the is that the famous uh, crane kick one? Is it that much? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> miss that. <laughs> it's a very infamous. That kind of went a bit I viral. That, I get that more than anything else in the whole world. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. JJ, who occasionally comes on as a guest host on this podcast, he's a huge MMA fan. He was surprised to see that um, a lot of your earlier fights are with like some of the big names of UFC right now. So like Dominic Cruz um, and Poppy Martinez God, and so stuff. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the most beautiful feet I've ever seen in my life, dude. The most beautiful so, feet. Feet. <laughs> he, he's just beautiful he's just breathtaking and very 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 fucking handsome absolutely breathtaking well-spoken articulate in the way he talks just beautiful in every single way you know well-kept freaking yeah i know you they gotta clip their nails but yeah he's, he's cute <laughs> who's the hottest guy in mma right now dominic cruz dominic cruz yeah did you oh only fight God, him I once? I saw him when he was 19. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> wow. 
just, yeah, this beautiful young stallion just fucking just, what the fuck? <laughs> it was so funny. The, the interactions we have are just so funny because he knows that I'm, I'm like, just head over heels. I'll sit down fucking, I'll do anything for you, fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a bit of a stereotype about MMA that it's this kind of macho culture, uh, particularly amongst. So I've done I've done like Muay Thai and, and wrestling, but like I've kind of been put off from the exclusive MMA gyms just because sometimes there, there's those egos. <laughs> I think that there's like a there's like a macho aesthetic that often associated with mma i don't know what would what would your advice be if someone wanted to kind of join up and start training have fun yeah have fun put do, do your best control your breathing have a good time where you can push yourself yeah i i've, I've trained so many people who make martial arts and yeah what people everybody should try every fucking thing because you have so much time on your hands and it seems it seems like you have all this time to do stuff, but then all of a sudden you're like past your prime and you haven't done much. And try shit, try shit while you're young still, and try, try a bunch of stuff and find out what you love. Hmm. And then you do the shit that you love on a regular basis, like you have a, a day for shit, like Sunday's bowling day. You know what I mean? Freaking everyday workout day. Is that what's next? Bowling championship. Is it the plan? <laughs> no, I'm not that good. <laughs> um, I have I have a great time competing against a dear friend named Neil Glines. Absolutely awesome, and we're very very competitive. And it's funny because I wear headphones, and he talks shit the whole time, even though he knows that I can't hear him like ninety percent of the time, probably more than ninety percent of the time. I'm listening to music, and when the songs go off. I, he's still talking shit. You and it chirps me out. <laughs> You're listening to music whilst bowling. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because there are certain songs when they come on that I cannot miss to. Okay. There's a song by Florida Georgia Line called Dirt that when it comes on I can't miss a shot. I get strike every time. It just gets me in a place. It's like um I'm it's like Cowboy from Kid Rock when I'm shooting pool. When that song comes on, I can't miss. I just can't. It's freaking everything is like, and it trips me the fuck out. I don't know what it is. We were we were saying earlier that you're you've kept going even though like ten years ago you weren't. You thought you were kind of willing to retire at some point. Is there? Do you reckon there's yeah, a reason? Kind of. I kind of lost the aggression, dude. I, I used to be super aggressive and like violent and. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was when I quit doing cocaine and methamphetamines. Yeah. Probably. That's probably when it stopped being the. Stop. Stops you really serious. You mix it with Jack Daniels, it's highly volatile. It is. It is. No. Yeah. Um, gives you a complete crazy ass attitude. Is there anything you think that, that people should know about MMA that they probably misunderstood? Uh, it is awesome and it is fucking brutal. If you're going to do it, um, be prepared to get your nose broken and your uh, tooth knocked out. Know that you'll probably get knocked out at one point or another. Just be ready for all those things. And freaking, if you weigh that against your drive to want to punch somebody in the face, which I know how strong that feeling can be, <laughs> you freaking do it. It's a wonderful sport. Even if you just do the jiu-jitsu and wrestling part of it, 
it's just amazing the um, workout you get uh, cardio it's it's just the awesomeness plus you have that camaraderie with whoever you're wrestling with and it's just bitching and i love i love the fucking giving people grief and stuff it, it's cute it's cute to make people like squeal and stuff when you like put your forearm across their face and you're holding them down and stuff <laughs> Thank you to Shad Smith for joining me. You can follow Sinister Sissies on Facebook and Twitter at Sinister Sissies. As always, I would encourage you to support the show on our Patreon page. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jared Bartle. That's Jared with a Y. Uh, I put a call out recently asking listeners like you whether or not you'd like to participate in the podcast. We've got a rotating roster of guest hosts. So if you have a particular sinister topic that fits with the show, uh, pitch it to me and we can have you on. Until next time, though, stay sinister.